This is Culture Communication and Brand Moments with Shelby Joe Long, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Shelby Joe Long. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Genius Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Shelby Joe Long, your host, and I host this podcast to introduce you to entrepreneurs that have put together a, a business around their passion and around their genius so they can live a life of their passion and live a life of their values. And it's so exciting for me to get to talk to people that have done this because people are really living out their dreams. And today is no exception. Today, we are talking with Dean Wagner of Authentically American, and he is going to tell us his story and inspire you to think about your life a little bit differently. So Dean, welcome to the interview today. I'm so excited that you're here. Well, I have the exact same feeling, Shelby, looking forward to a great discussion. I just have to have a disclaimer. There's going to be more passion and less genius. <laughs> I, I would argue they're kind of one and the same, right? They're, right. they're you know, there's the whole, the age old question of whether you, whether it's, it's your wisdom that you have internally, or it's the experience that you have experienced on sure. the outside. And I think it's a healthy combination of both. So I think it's a, I would, I would think that passion and genius are. I think they help drive and fuel each other. So I absolutely, absolutely. agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Dean, welcome to the podcast. Could you give our audience an overview of your business and what you do? Yeah, well, let me do this. I'll start about, first of all, about me. So people yeah. understand a little bit about me personally. So I'm a veteran and an entrepreneur and priorities for me align with God, family and country. So my wife, Kelly, and I, we've been married 28 years, and we've got four amazing kids. We have two daughters, 25 and 22. We have a 19-year-old son and a 13-year-old son we adopted from Ethiopia. So family is incredibly important to me. And I also you know, had the privilege of graduating from the United States Military Academy at West Point. So I graduated in 93 and went to flight school, learned how to fly helicopters, and then had a unique opportunity after flight school, went to the Army Special Forces Ranger School and spent seven years active duty and just served with some incredible men and women. And I just love our country, love service. And, you know, we can talk more about that when we dig into our brand. But that was a lot what led me down the path to be an entrepreneur. And our brand, Authentically American, we're an apparel brand. We've got amazing product and it's all made here in the U.S. And Shelby, just to give you an idea and your audience how rare American made is, when I graduated from West Point in 93, over 50% of the apparel was made in the U.S. Today, it's three. Three wow. percent is all that's made here. That's amazing. Well, uh, again, thank you for, I say thank you for your service. <laughs> and that that just doesn't feel like enough. I wish there was another phrase there, but you've given an incredible amount of your life to your service and, and thank you for that. So, well, I appreciate that. And it truly was an honor to serve our great nation. And part of what we're doing as a brand are is donating 10% of our profits back to veteran and first responder charities as a way to honor our American heroes, those men and women who have served our country. 
Absolutely. That's so good to know. And such an important part of important part of you, an important part of your brand, an important yes. part of your business. <laughs> so that's uh your business and your brand all kind of tied together. Um I do want to ask about before we get into the business and entrepreneurship journey, I want to ask about the the influences of being in the armed forces, being in the being in the army, what that what influence that that had with you in your entrepreneurship journey? Were there some lessons that stick out to you that stick out during your entrepreneurship journey? 100% and absolutely Shelby. And I will highlight two. So one, when you graduate from the service academy, when you enlist in the army, when you join the military, you raise your right hand and commit to preserve, protect and defend the constitution of the United States. And that is what I love, just that higher sense of purpose, just knowing you're serving your country. And that is one of the things that transcends into our business because we're all about American made. And the heart of our mission is our passion for creating American jobs. And I wish Shelby, my entire team was here because you talk about passion. That is what we believe in. We've got amazing apparel, but the heart of what we do is all about creating American jobs, which is why it's all made here. So that would be number one is that higher sense of purpose. The second one is the lessons in servant leadership and just had the privilege to work with some incredible men and women, had some truly inspirational leaders and leadership is one of those things that you're never good enough. You know, it's always continuous improvement, but really truly embrace the concept of servant leadership. And that's how I start every day is thinking, how can I serve my team? You know, what can I do to help, you know, make their, you know, lives better? What can I do to help them, you know, break down barriers and really help them to do their job even better? That relationship is just so important. We think that leaders, it's important for leaders to have all these great qualities, but really, really one of the most important parts that some people forget is that there's also people on the other side of that relationship. And if there's Very not true. that synonymous relationship happening, then it's pretty hard to be a good, effective leader. So. I think that's an important lesson. Absolutely agree. Yeah. So I want to get into your influences for starting your entrepreneurship journey. So you were in the army for sounded like seven years of service after you graduated. Yes. And then, then did you go into corporate? What can you talk to me a little bit about that journey or, or the yes. decision to start your own job? Can you tell me about that? Absolutely, Shelby. And I'm laughing because what I've realized is so often, you know, we're a product of our environment. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned being a veteran and an entrepreneur, but when I left the army in 2000, couldn't even spell entrepreneur. (laughs) No idea this world existed and reason being had an amazing dad growing up. And he was a 30 year engineer for Alcoa, a fortune 500 aluminum company. And most of his friends, most of our neighbors work for big companies. So when I left the army, what did I do? The only thing I knew, and that was work for a big company. And I worked for Procter & Gamble and Mars. And they're both just world-class marketing and branding companies, worked on brands like Crest and Tide and M&Ms. But that is ultimately what drove my initial path was, you know, that environment I grew up in. Sure. And then that's a pretty... it's similar to my journey. I, I when it, well, it's, it, I am in academia, so I'm a teacher. I've been uh-huh. in academia for a long time. It's very comfortable to me. It's something I know. It's something that that I've been experienced for a while. But then there was a point where I was ready to step out on my own 
Did you reach that point or what did that point look like for you that you wanted to start your own entrepreneurial journey and do something for yourself? So there were really two things that were the catalyst for me. Number one was I would often hear things like, Dean, what are you doing? And I'd be here like, well, what do you mean? And I would say, they'd say things like, well, Dean, that's not the Proctor way, or that's not the Martian way. And I didn't know it back then, but I had that entrepreneurial spirit, what often is referred to as an entrepreneur. So I wanted to think differently, want to creative, think creatively. So that was one, but the real catalyst, Shelby, that drove me was this insatiable desire to know that I'm making a difference. And P&G, if you're not familiar, is a massive $80 billion company. 80 yeah. billion. Mars is half the size, but still a $40 billion company. And I realized at one point that although I had fairly big jobs and was very well paid, if you pull me out, you know, the next guy steps right up and the machine doesn't skip a beat. And it really you know, did not sit well with me. I really wondered if I'm truly making a difference, if I'm that replaceable. So that was the initial catalyst to become an entrepreneur. But back to not being able to spell entrepreneur. I didn't think I had it in me. You had to go ahead and build a business from scratch. Yeah. It reminds me, I, I teach organizational communication and I teach it every fall. And we talk about the classical management theories about how you have certain roles that need to be fulfilled and you make sure things are replaceable and specialized and all that, that uh -huh. and you feel like a, you know, if you are in one of those, one of those positions, it almost feels like you can't be yourself, that you're doing right. something for the industry. That doesn't mean it's not valuable. It doesn't mean that the oh. goal and the mission isn't valuable, but it's not yours. It's not your creation. It's your, it's you, you're, you're in a space and yes, you are fulfilled and, and living your purpose in that space, but it's in somebody else's idea, not in your own. You're highlighting something because it's not right or wrong. I just believe God wired each and every one of us uniquely and different and life's too short to not figure out what really drives you, what, to your point, your passion is. And that's what I found now and what I'm doing. Yeah, that uh, just come to that realization and start off. How did that get you into the apparel industry? Well, back to not being able to spell entrepreneur and not being <laughs> thinking I had it in me to start a business from scratch, I entered the entrepreneurial ranks through acquisition. So in 2012, bought my first business, and it would be one that no one's ever heard of, but if you were in the military, you would be familiar with it because we produced dress trousers for the military. So we had thousands of uniforms every week that we produced for Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marines. And one thing I learned, Shelby, was the tragic history of the apparel industry. And to give you an idea how rare American made is, when I graduated from West Point in 93, over 50% of the apparel was made in the U.S. Today, it's three. That's just 3% is all that's made here. Yeah. And I was relatively naive back then and didn't really understood how it all worked. And my initial thinking was, I want to win more contracts. And I thought we'll create more jobs. But as I really started to understand the government contracting industry, I realized that it's really a bidding process. So Shelby, if you and I are bidding on a contract, you had it before and I won. In essence, your job's transferred to me and net, there's no real job creation. And that was that light bulb moment for me that said, what if, what if instead of being a government contractor, what if we built a brand? And I thought back to the days of, Tide and Crest and M&Ms. And I also thought, what if 
What if instead of what 97% of brands do and chase cheap labor overseas, what if we made the intentional choice to produce right here in the US? And that's where it started five years ago from a blank sheet of paper with a vision to build this iconic American brand that's truly American made. And I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's been you know, the hardest thing I've ever done, but as exhausted as I am and even more energized and truly feel now that I have an opportunity to pursue my passion and make a difference. Because you're fulfilled. That passion is driving that. So your genius. Yeah, that was, it drove your genius into how to put that together. (laughs) Now you are a thriving company. And we are on the verge of thriving. Sometimes I will joke and say we're an overnight success story, six years in the making. Right. All the best ideas are 10 years in the bank. There's 10 years of thinking that goes into that. It's that million dollar business that was just launched in a year. So absolutely, it takes a while to get there. Yeah. That's like a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears and the hard work that goes into most every business. There's probably a few rare ones out there that really strike gold and almost overnight hit it big, but that's not the vast majority of them. There's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes to get to the point where you're successful. Absolutely. Again, overnight success happens with, you know, 10 years of thinking. So it takes takes a long time to get there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And making sure you have the finances for it, making sure you have the team for it and all that. That's absolutely important. What would you say, and we'll include your website and and all of that so people can find your brand. What would you say has been the most... I guess, most challenging part of putting together a business on this journey of yours? So one thing that I underestimated, Shelby, was how ultra competitive the apparel industry is. And it is a massive $300 billion industry, a massive $300 billion industry. I mean, that's every year. And there's a long, long, long list of brands, whether it's Nike, Polo, Under Armour, North Face, Patagonia, that spend millions of dollars that I don't have on marketing. So that's probably been the biggest challenge that we've had to try and overcome is, you know, all the noise and all the advertising that's out there from brands. How do we cut through that clutter and get there? So that's been really the biggest challenge. Absolutely. So what are some of the, how do you stand out? How does your brand stand out? <laughs> well, it, it's been incredibly challenging, but we've been you know, very fortunate in, in a few ways. And I think number one is I thought back to the days at P&G and Mars, and we literally had Super Bowl ad budgets, right. I mean, massive, massive marketing budget. And my marketing budget's about this big, but what we do have, Shelby, is this feel-good American story where we're creating American jobs, we're veteran owned, we're very patriotic. So what we did was pull a page out of the marketing playbook around earned media. Mm-hmm. And how do we get as much national TV? How do we get as much national media just across the board? And it has blown me away. It's been an incredible blessing. We've been on national TV, extensive amount. We've been in Forbes magazine. We've been on Sirius XM radio. So from Fox and Friends to Forbes to Sirius XM. It's just been incredible, that exposure. And if I had to pay for it, I couldn't afford it. So that is probably one of, big, one of our biggest success stories is that earned media that we've been able to achieve. Yeah, that's great. 
That's great. And, and I should have asked this earlier. So do you focus on a certain type of apparel or is it a like military apparel or do you fo- do you do other other items too? So it's a great question. And think of authentically American like a Nike or Polo, but our prime point of differentiation is all made in USA. So we have polos and t-shirts and socks and quarter zips and dress shirts. So, you know, that general lineup of apparel. But I think probably the greater point of differentiation is where we purchase or where we sell our customer base. So there is a consumer side. So you can go to our website, authenticallyamerican.us, pick up your new favorite t-shirt, your new favorite polo, pair of socks, anything like that. We also have collegiate licenses. Sure. So we have Army, Navy, Air Force, VMI, Citadel, so all of the military schools, but that is 10% of our business. 90% we found is on the corporate B2B side. So Fortune 500, we have big clients like Pepsi, Bridgestone, and Comcast. We have big veteran charities like Wounded Warrior, Tunnel to Towers, Team Red, White, and Blue. So we have clients that order thousands of items all the way down to small businesses and small charities because we keep our minimums low. Sure. And all all in the U.S. Absolutely. 100%. Shelby, it would not be authentic if we produced exactly. anyone but the U.S. Where is your, I mean, where's the factory? So great question. There are 11 states that we have manufacturing. So 11 states across the U.S. So everyone loves our t-shirts. We produce those in Texas. We do a lot of fun socks in North Carolina. We also do some cool Hawaiians we produce in Georgia, so 11 states across the U.S. And let me just do this, Shelby. I know this is one that Jason loved, being an Army veteran. Yeah. But this is one of my personal favorite T-shirts. This is one of our West Point ones. Can you see that okay? Uh-huh. Sure can. And I wish we were in person because if you could feel this, you'd be like, Dean, that has got to be the softest T-shirt I've ever felt. And that's by design because who doesn't love a nice soft t-shirt. The other part is the print. Think of a lot of the t-shirts you've worn. They have that heavy plastisol ink and on a hot summer day, it will stick to your chest. You wash it a few times, it will crack. And we very intentionally use a soft hand print because we want the fabric, the print to include tagless to be incredibly soft. But here's this new innovation we have. It shall be the sweat activated. So watch what happens when I spray this. You can see oh, cool. magically appears. Hmm. And I love to showcase this because it highlights really what's most important for our brand. And that is an amazing product experience because I've literally had people say, Dean, no offense. I don't care where it's made. The shirt is just amazing. It's incredibly soft and comfortable. And like you said, amazing that technology And what happens though, when you have an experience like that, you want to learn more about the brand and you'll look at the tag and see made in USA. You know, that's when we start to really, you know, have the passion that transcends into our customer base because they've got a great product experience and now they know that they're helping create American jobs. But we sell thousands of these online, but 90% again is on the corporate side. So whatever you want printed, whatever you want magically to appear, it's completely custom. That's amazing. So you said a phrase that uh, I've heard in the past couple of days, just with these these podcast interviews, but I think it's so important to remind people that brand is not just about a logo. 
Brand no. is about the experience of it and the emotions behind it and the passion behind it. And you build a loyal, a loyal base with all of those things. And it's all about the experience of that. So I think that's such an important. That thing. is ultimately what's most important to us. And we talk about two experiences. One is the product experience. The other one, if you're a client, if you're a business, a charity, and you want custom branded apparel with us, it's all about that customer experience. So when you're working with us, a lot of times the analogy I will use is that old Staples commercial with the easy button. Mm -hmm. you know, that's the experience we want our clients to have. Like, man, I just love their apparel and they are just so easy to work with. They take care of all the details and really are an extension of my team and my staff. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. From... From your military experience to now authentically American. What a what a great story to great story to tell. Dean, what would you what would you say to that potential entrepreneur out there or even an entrepreneur that's in business now? What would be some advice you would give them to build a stream of income out of their passion, out of their genius? What would you say to them? Well, I normally give two things. And one is that's the core of your message, Shelby. It's all about passion. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you love what we do, when you're truly passionate about it, it doesn't feel like work. And, you know, being an army veteran, army ranger school and everything, I've never been shy of hard work, but I have never worked harder than I have over the last six years, but it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like I'm pursuing my passion, but, you know, drilling down more specifically, you know, one of the mistakes we made was really not being focused on who that target customer is. And I used to joke that unless you live in a nudist colony, you make a, you make a choice every day what shirt you're going to wear. And I thought, well, everybody is our target customer because everybody you know, makes a choice what shirt they're going to wear. And I will tell you that lack of focus did not work very well. Yeah. And that is probably the biggest one because we have gone from trying to be all things to all people. My new mantra, Shelby, is the riches are in the niches and really understanding and being laser focused on who that target customer is. And to give an idea, I mentioned that we're not focused on the consumer side. Our real focus is on the corporate B2B side. What we found is that sweet spot for our brand where it really resonates is veteran-owned and veteran-operated businesses and veteran-focused charities. Mm -hmm. And the numbers astounded me because there's 400,000 400,000 veteran-owned and operated businesses with 10 or more employees. There's 40,000 veteran charities. So that is that real sweet spot for us. You know, they have like-minded values. They respect and appreciate that we're American-made. They can trust us because we're fellow veterans. And we work with a lot of errors outside of that. But anything now that we're doing, outbound activity, anything event marketing related, is all focused on that niche, that veteran community. It's the perfect match of your values to your audience's values and also the needs. So I wish, I wish somebody would have told me that a few years ago. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so hard in the beginning though, as an entrepreneur, you want to, it's you're hustling and you want to make sure that you're covering all the bases and you want to make sure that you're, you're serving people. I mean, you're, you've been in the service piece for a long time. You want to serve many people, not just a certain niche, but then really when it comes down to marketing and building a very strong base for your business, that doesn't mean you won't serve other people. It just means that you, that's where you start strategically to be able to build your base. So 
Shelby, I'll share two very tangible benefits. So, you know, I'll share experience that we've had on our brand that, but really can I start to apply for anyone because if you are a, you know, B2B or have a B2B component of your business, there's a sales cycle. And a lot of times it's very long. And for ours, we were finding it was six, 12 months or more because we were working with some bigger companies. And what we found is when we are operating in that sweet spot, that niche with veteran owned and operated, that six, 12 month sales cycle is about six days or six minutes. They're like, I am buying apparel for my team. I am buying stuff that right now is made in China. And I didn't know there was an American made option like authentically American available. So that sales cycle goes very quickly. But the other one is when you also, you know, get in line with your targeted customer. For example, you know, this shirt that I showed you that you went, wow, that's amazing. You know, the minimum is only 24. So whatever you want to print, whatever you want magically to appear. But we've now found also through the veteran community, a way to get into the larger companies. And we this year had a top 10 accounting firm order 27,000. Oh, wow. 27,000. So that niche shortens the sales cycle when you're focused on your sweet spot, your target customer, and it will ultimately also increase and drive higher revenue. Some good pieces of advice for all business owners, because it's all about <laughs> all about your messaging. It's all about who you, what problems you solve and who you're serving. So, and, you got and it. the match between the two. Well, Dean, what's next for your business? So it is all about growth. It's, you know, finding more customers, finding larger customers. It's, you know, generating more revenue and why that's important because that then starts to tie to the heart of our mission, which is all about creating American jobs. The more we grow, the more jobs we create and the greater difference we can make. And I mentioned my wife and four kids that I love dearly. So we're a for-profit business. I've got to feed my family. Mm-hmm. But really, Shelby, what's more important to me is all about making a difference and ultimately leaving a legacy. Sounds like a pretty amazing legacy to me. So. <laughs> we're trying. It's been a lot of hard work, yeah. but you know, back to your point on passion, that's what we're doing. We're passionate about what we do and we believe in it. Absolutely. Well, Dean, you are a fantastic example of how to turn something that's your passion and something that you're that you truly value and turning that into you're a genius that you turn into an income stream and a thriving business. And uh, it's only going to go up from here. That's definitely the plan, Shelby. And I really enjoyed our discussion. Thank you. Likewise. I enjoyed getting to know you and a little about your brand. And I'll make sure that your LinkedIn and your uh, website are all involved in the show notes so people can find Authentically American. And I was very thrilled to have you come on the interview today. So thank you. Well, Shelby, I'll also send you my personal discount code of founder. So if somebody said, hey, I wanted to sample one of their items, whether it's that sweat activated t-shirt or this is what pair of our fun socks that were the number one seller the last time we were on national TV. So I'll include my personal discount code that you can put in the show notes. That'll be good for a 25% discount. That sounds great. Thank you. That's very generous. And uh, I'm excited to check out your brand. Well, thank you, Shelby. All right. Thank you, Dean, for coming on the interview today. And to all you genius entrepreneurs out there, hearing stories like this will hopefully inspire you that, yes, you can live a life of your passion 
you can build a business around your values and you can influence others in that space. So hope you were inspired to become a genius entrepreneur, whether it's a side hustle or your business, you can always reach out to talk to me about it or contact any of these genius entrepreneurs. I'm sure they'll tell you their story and give you the path to success. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Jill Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.